This is Happy Monkey. This is Happy Monkey. How did you get um how did you guys get the uh QR code to be spray painted on the sidewalk? I would love to know like how I made that happen, what kind of service you use or whatever. What up everybody? Yes, yes, yes. It's the happy motherfucking podcast. Yo, happy monkey podcast. You know what I mean? My fault. I got a little graphic right there. It goes down in the boulevard. Yes, today we got a special guest. As you know, we don't usually have music artists here because unless they represent cannabis we don't really want that whole vibe here but the vibe is fire today as you can see is you know uh, those who can't see but you know we got something very fly in the middle of me and mr vladimir over here and it's a very interesting situation because again we love to empower and show off women who are out the closet with cannabis you know what i'm saying so we got this real dope music artist right here little friend of ours mr vladimir you want to give us more details that you got right there maybe yes ladies and gentlemen this young lady yes, is yes. making a big impact not just in the cannabis industry but also in the music industry yes. modeling and she could literally be anywhere in the world and she's here with us uh-huh. from Ibiza to New York to Atlanta all the places and you know what I mean we're just honored for her to come back home and represent the hometown our sister from another mother Shante, Shante Matrice in the building baby what up, what up, what up? So please reintroduce <laughs> yourself to everybody where they can find you on Instagram, all the good Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. What's going on, you guys? My name is Shantae Vatrice, C-H-A-N-T-A-E-V-E-T-R-I-C-E, Shantae Vatrice. You can find me like that uh, on Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, like all everything. the good shit. Everywhere, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for coming here, thank man. You, for me. you know, we got a lot of shit to talk about. You know, yeah. we got some stuff that we collaborated with, you know, and we got, you know, we'll go down the path, we'll go down your music path and all that good shit. But we'll start off real simple and we'll hit you with the nice simple question that we like to ask everybody before we go into shit. So please, Miss Shante, give us your first experience of getting high. Oh my girl. God. <laughs> yeah, we wanna know how was it? Was it a joint? What kind of weed? Was it, it in New York? Where was it? I was in Atlanta. I don't like to say this because I feel like I'm telling my age if I say this, but fuck it. I was at Freak Nick. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, I was way too young to even be there. I was in the car with my cousins and we were stuck on 85 and I had to be about 14 or 15. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting in the back like this with all my cousins on each side and they're just like turning up. Because everybody packs up to go to Freak Nick. Yo, I mean, and they were older than me, so they was lit. And I'm sitting here just innocent as hell, had never smoked weed, and the shit just keeps passing in front of me. So they're like, yo, cuz, you wanna? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> smoked it, coughed up a lug, it was terrible. Then I got high, and everything was good at that point. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what kind of weed it was. I was just too young to know. Was it a know? blunt? Do you remember if it was brown? Oh, it was, was it, it was brown. It was definitely it was, a blunt. It was a blunt. So it was it definitely was a, blunt. a blunt. Yeah. And you was definitely cruising with the older folks that On, day. 85, On 85, in the middle of Freak Nick. On the highway. And so. for those of you out there that don't <laughs> understand, basically, like, because me and Ramona up there too, 
Freaknik was like the spring break for Ooh. the culture. Is that a good analogy? Spring break for black analogy. people. Let's be real. That was, yeah, the, that's what it was. That was the, that was the spring was. break for the culture. Yeah, for those that, that don't know, especially like 90s, 2000s, mm-hmm. that if you wasn't there, you really wasn't in the loop. Yeah. Yeah. It's just to give you guys a little history lesson on what's happening here. It was here. definitely popping. Yeah, it was crazy. Okay. It was a good time. So, <laughs> I don't know. That's the first time we got a freak Nick, uh, freak Nick story Look in general. <laughs> I'm definitely unique with it, so yeah, oh, got man. plenty more stories. Shit. All right, so a so little young uh, Shante. So did um, so that weed was weed like a thing that was kind of accepted in your house home or wasn't like like um a, you know my mom is Jamaican so like Caribbean flavor yeah and she smoked weed growing up in you know in right. college and stuff like that oh, okay, but so she didn't smoke around me. Um, actually, my mom smoked a joint together the first time when I was in college. That was weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, we're actually sharing a joint? Like, this is crazy. But um, it just wasn't, like, in my house like that. Like, right. nobody smoked around me. It was just my mom and I. And, yeah, it's just... But it was still, it was but like easy going. Right, it was easy going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's good. That's good. Because let's see, a lot yeah. of people, they got the mis- like the misconception of, oh, Jamaican, ah, you can smoke my weed. But no, it could be on the other side too. It could be a very religious Jamaican family, okay. and they not with the whole that's, weed that's shit. That's my family, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. You see? So, yeah. And, and Jamaicans yeah. are one of the few people in the Caribbean that's like a little more acceptable because mm-hmm. sort of people don't know that. It's a big stigma out there. Absolutely, we, yeah, we, it is. We like to we like to kind of like highlight the anytime Jamaica or Jamaicans come up, we like to kind of mm-hmm. highlight it a little bit because people kind of forget that in mm-hmm. New York culture, the weed culture in general, where you got your weed, where we all fell in love with weed, yeah. was the Jamaican weed. That's yeah, what we all that's fell what, in love with weed. With. That they, was the real they, shit. They're yeah. the first ones to bring it to the culture that we yeah. were able to get access to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, because mm-hmm. before that, it was only like hippies and stuff, and they were on the other side of town. Right. The first people that really, you know, got it popping in all the neighborhoods and started the culture. Absolutely. The different ways of the legacy market here in New York were Jamaicans. Yeah, yeah, facts. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah, but uh, you know, I, I didn't like I said like, growing up, I didn't smoke a lot, a lot of weed until I got to college. That was like really when I went hard. I was like waking and baking, and I got through college. <laughs> I love somehow, my waking bakes. Great. <laughs> I love my waking bakes. That's my shit. I actually live for your waking bakes on IG Live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Every time I see. Ramon, wake and bake. I'm like, okay, let me just tap in real quick. Yeah, man, I'm, I, I love my wake and bakes. I like I like to tell people what I like, what 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 gets me going or what strains gets me going because you know the indica sativa terms are kind of like going out. You know, that's it's not it's going out of style. Let's say right. So I like to kind of like tell people what keeps me up and what keeps me down, or if we got uh, some sort of topic going on, or mm-hmm. I'm about to go on a podcast and record with Shantae today, I'll talk about that. You know, yeah. we got 420 plans, we talk about that. So I just like to do shit like that. Real stoner shit, because I know everybody's waking bacon at that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it ain't just me. <laughs> Shantae, so, What's you know, that? the things we go through in life make us who we are. So let's take them back <laughs> to the origins. Okay. Where did you start from? What were you doing before music and modeling? I have to believe you said you're from the Bronx, correct, originally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then from okay. there, like, BX, baby. What, what was the journey that got you to modeling and rapping and traveling yeah. and all these things? Um, You know, I started out, I grew up in a musical family. So my dad was in the business. He managed uh, Criss Cross for a minute. And I actually, oh, nice. wait, Jump. wait, but let me, let me tell you, Daddy I met them you. when I was probably six or seven. My dad took me to the studio to meet them in Miami. He was living in Miami and Coconut Grove at the time. 
And he's like, yo, I'm going to take you to meet these artists. And I still have the album that they signed for me. And I sat in the recording session with them and got to, like, watch these dudes perform. And I was like, that's yo, dope. that's the moment that I knew. I was like, I'm doing this shit. Ah. People, for everybody that doesn't know out there. <laughs> that's crazy. Chris Jay Cross <laughs> was... Huge, they were super like huge. Yeah. superstars. Like the they had me yeah. wearing my patch backwards, like you guys don't understand. Actually, yeah, from was, that era, crazy. That the era impact crazy. they had on the culture. Continue. Of course, they were the, the biggest. No, the biggest and I tried to wear duo. my pants backwards too. This shit didn't work out. It was like <laughs> it was a cool idea, but nah. Um, but that that was the moment that I really, you know. Said, that hey, was the epiphany. It was the epiphany. And from that point on, I was always involved with music. Either I was playing an instrument, like I grew up playing violin. So that's kind of weird. <laughs> no, that's um, nice. It's not weird because dope. that gives you uh, yeah. more versatility than a regular yeah. artist that just only raps. Yeah, so I was doing that. I played a little piano and I was always singing, you know. But as far as like rap, I even now I don't consider myself a rapper. I consider myself a pop artist. I can like rap a little. I don't know. I'm just not, I don't consider myself. You don't put yourself in that box. No, I I don't. Because I love everything. Like I love rock and roll. I like, you know, jazz. I like everything, you know, so. Everything we created. Yeah. (laughs) Just say it. I'm just saying. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you so, nice with it though So then Thank you know you. The crisscross <laughs> thing happened Yeah And so how did your father You said your father? Yeah So what role did your father Play in the industry That he was able to Have you in the um, In the loop, I mean, in the loop well, With a crisscross That's like Well let's you know, be you, clear you Let's be time. clear He didn't really um, Put me in the loop per se But he did introduce me Like certain situations right. So I could see the business But he never like Handed me this Like okay here you go Cool Yeah. Like I worked really hard for right. everything, and I started from zero. I had to network my way through the industry, so I was living in Atlanta for a couple of years and working, you know? So, yeah, like, he did his thing in music, but didn't really, like, give me a handout. Okay. Yeah. What did he do in music? Uh, he was a manager and a label exec. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, like, he worked with uh, Kid and Play. Nice. Kid I mean, he worked with a lot, okay. of, a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. talking about my childhood. Yeah, Kid and play, yeah, yeah. The flat tops, come on, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right there. House party, house party. Yeah, yeah. I'm an house 80s party. baby. Yeah. Right That's the best. Those was the best years, like honestly. <laughs> These kids now don't know shit. So, so, like, so now, now we get <laughs> the epiphany, like you yeah. said, with the with the with the rapping and the musical aspect. How about mm-hmm. modeling? How did what, what was it that how, how did that come about? Um, I mean, I always like to take pictures. I like being in front of the camera. You look pretty photogenic to me. Thank you. Thank you but you know it didn't start until later on i think when i got to atlanta um i started like doing music videos so i was in a couple (laughs) i was in lil wayne's video like i first started out doing that i was in bubba sparks's video like i was like getting called i was in Ludacris's video with two chains when he was with um play a circle yeah titty boy when he was still titty boy yeah yeah so you know he's he's a homie you know but that's like kind of how i got into modeling was just like living in atlanta you know and then doing the videos learning how to be in front of the camera and then eventually i just started doing more fashion stuff so all right so so other than crisscross and ludicrous and all these people so who like inspired you to Mm -hmm. actually like create music like who's like you like who who do you listen to now like what what's what's making you um prince was one nice okay hence the purple right just dripped in purple i mean purple. and i'm actually writing a song right now where i'm kind of like playing on uh when doves cry okay yeah so just so you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um prince i love prince um Janet Jackson. 
Janet, Janet, absolutely. Uh, Gwen Stefani. Like ah, Gwen Stefani. Okay. I like her. I, I like can, her too. I, see, I, okay. See, it's you see, you mentioned, yeah, right? all these people you say it makes sense yeah. now. Okay. I used to love No Doubt. Okay. Loved No Doubt. It makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. I but, get it. Um, I mean, I guess if I had to say somebody right now that's in music, um, I used to like Rihanna. I was a big Rihanna fan. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. She smokes my weed. We fuck. She does. Up. I love her. I, I support yeah. anybody who that's smokes weed openly. And yeah, she got she's, that. She's yeah. putting the Caribbean on the map. She's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, she don't give a fuck. Caribbean to the core. Yeah. So mm. I wanted to ask you because I'm curious personally, right? Mm. Because I've been almost to every major city in the country, but me and Ramon have never been to Atlanta. So Word. you come out of New York. Can what? you can you break us down? Wait, like, wait, wait. Have you never been to Atlanta? I find that hard I to said, believe. I know, yeah, but I'm telling you, I've been a lot of places. But I never been, been Atlanta. Atlanta. So I want to know, like, you come out of New York, how how is it? Like the culture different over there? How how how, how was that the transition? For yeah, you? I mean, it's still the South, right? So you do get. Um, a sense of like a bit of segregation between white and black folk. That's just yeah. It, it is what it is. That's all that Bible Belt. We know yeah. it is. Yeah, but at the same time, it's Chocolate City, right? Uh-huh. There's just nothing but black and brown people uh-huh. making money, mm-hmm. got big houses. So Atlanta is almost like uh, what do you want to call it? Like uh, Little Wakanda. It, yes, like Little Wakanda. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, me and, me, so, me and Ramon always say that it seems like I've never been, but it yeah. seems yeah. like it's the. Hollywood for black and brown it people. Is. Yeah. It is. It like is. Yeah, you definitely have to go down there. I mean, they show New Yorkers a lot of love. There's a lot of New Yorkers that live down there. Absolutely. A lot of my friends are from New York. Yeah. And they're all in Atlanta. I got family who's in Georgia right outside of Atlanta. Like, they, they've been there for a while. So yeah. a lot of people, they, it's, it's a progressive city and state. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to take a trip. It's down definitely there. on the Happy Monkey Tour list. Ooh, mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, because it's like Gotta I said, be. you know, we got to see. You know, I've been on almost every other city. ATL, there. Shorty. So when we go to ATL, yeah. we go to call you so you can yeah, call your yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, we know the way you're doing that. We know the you. Yeah, I got you. So we know we're going to be in good hands like awesome. Oh, you're going to be fine. Be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how would you say, like, you know, because it's like me and Ramon always talk about how different music in. We just mentioned, like, you know, your, your beginning, what, what, what used to be, what we used to listen to, kid and play, crisscross. How do you feel like where the state of music is now and the <clears throat> sounds and how your sound mm-hmm. is going to mesh with the current era yeah. and situation of where the culture is. Yeah. So as far as my music goes, um, I don't even like think in those terms. One reason being because music is constantly changing right now. So Correct. if I was even to be like, yo, all right, let me try to sound like this chick. By the time I get that music out, there's already another trend. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So fuck a trend. Okay, uh-huh. and I just do whatever feels natural to me. I still like take inspiration from from major artists right now or current artists, but I'm still flipping it and just trying to really create my own lane and just ride that motherfucker. So. Mm-hmm. I think that's very <laughs> that's important riding. because I think that um, trends of like flashes in the pan right now. Right now, you yeah. know, it went from 15 minutes of fame to now those trends become five minutes. So yes. I believe that was. Me and Ramona always talk about what stands the test of time is originality yes. and, you know, things that have more substance to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I, I don't like trends. Main reason why I really don't like TikTok. <laughs> I have a TikTok account because <laughs> I got to have one as an artist, but, like, I can't stand TikTok because it's all, like, this... It's a trend thing. It's, it's, it's a it's, trend it's thing. Follow, it's follow what you think is cute. Yeah, it's like herd mentality. Like, I can't get down with that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. You, you being Jamaican, have you ever... Um, try to infuse like mm-hmm. Jamaican uh, flavor like yeah. music into your 
incorporate it into your whole like catalog of your sounds? Yeah, um, I'm working on a song right now that kind of has like the element of uh, reggae, just like in the way that I'm singing the verse or whatever, like you know. Uh -huh. But um, I'm not a reggae artist, right? So I don't try to do it too much, but. Elements, yeah, yeah. Here and there, I think you can probably hear it a little bit. You give a yeah. you give a hint of that uh, of that oxtail a little bit. <laughs> the the peas and rice. Uh, jerk chicken, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jerk chicken. I love me some jerk chicken. I have been to Jamaica, Ooh. and there's a spot. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in the Bronx, that they only come out like when it's nice, and there's like this truck outside that they got the jerk chicken, yes. and people make lines for. It's like across the street from a car wash over there. My friend took it. I, I love that. It's just like a secret location Jamaican truck. What the no, fuck? No, this is exactly. They come out when it's convenient. Like, it's like a 220 something up there. Like oh, wow. The Bronx Boulevard up there. Oh, like, it's in a Jamaican. Yeah, there's yeah. a Jamaican area, but it's yeah. like, you feel like you're in Jamaica. Yeah. All right, so um, you've been everywhere. You know, mm -hmm. uh, Again, we've seen that you've, you've, you've done a lot of travels. You, you've mm -hmm. done a lot of Europe. Yeah. Been a lot of Europe. Um, I've seen that you've been to Spain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk to me about those weed in Spain. I got a crazy-ass story. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, I lived in Spain for two years. Okay. I was living in Ibiza. Whoop. Okay, there you go. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Up part of Spain. Oh, Excuse me. Uh, um, I got some stories. Yeah, um, <laughs> she was in, like, an island... Off of Spain. That's like some fly shit, all yeah. right? Excuse me. I lived there for two whole years. I oh did Lord. die. I, that's, like a, that's on my bucket list, it going oh to Ibiza. God. It's, do it. But you got to wait until after COVID. So, like, so it's yeah. back to where so it used back to be. To so you can experience literary. Ibiza. It is nuts. Yeah, like, I've heard. It's, it's the, crazy. Also on the bucket list. Yeah. But my weed <laughs> experience, um, I accidentally ate an entire brownie. Of a weed strain called Big Buddha Cheese. Okay. And, Big Buddha Cheese. Um, Big Buddha Cheese. Big it's, it was, it was Afghan Big weed. Cheese. Holla at us. It was Afghan weed. Afghan weed. That came through the UK and ended up at a party that I was at. So I'm like, okay. But I didn't know that it was a weed brownie. And it was the holiday. It was like Christmas Eve. And I was like, oh, pastries. Okay. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Just... <laughs> I ate the whole fucking thing. Mm -mm -mm. Big fucking mistake. I panicked. Uh, it was not pretty. I thought I was in an action movie. Like, nah, shit. Got... No, literally. Mean? I was Did you like. start sweating? Like, what happened? I was like... sweating. And I was like, I got to get out of here. They're planning to rob the place. Like, what the fuck's going on? Like, oh, I, no. I had a major trip. <laughs> and it was no. like. So. Of a big booty cheese. Like, big booty the... cheese brownie. Fuck, man. So did you have to like run out the club? I don't know. Was it I wasn't a club? in a club. I was at a house party. So then so you they, ran home? No, I like I waited and they put me in the car and we like drove me home. But I was panicking. I thought I was driving into the ocean. It was fucked up. Did you like jump in the shower as soon as you get home? I did. did you, right? and I had so, to like, sleep for like two days. Like <laughs> the shit was not normal weed. You know, like. <laughs> was it normal? And then you're in Ibiza. So it's like, you know, yeah. you, you, you might have thought you ate something else. No, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I gotta tell you about something. I don't know, you know, everybody gets their source of information from different places. Me, you know, I'm originally from the hood. You know, my yeah. number one source of information is not CNN, it's the barbershop. The barbershop. You wanna know where all the real shit is going? You the barber knows everything. So I heard in the barbershop that you were on this show called The Voice. Ooh. Is that correct? No. No. I wasn't on The Voice. No. No? No, my best friend was. Okay. Yeah. See, that's why you can't believe everything in the bomb shop, but I had to I had to, you know, no. I had to address it. No. Mm -hmm. What I heard was that your face was on a Bacardi bottle. That's what okay, I Okay, well that's true. 
Well, that I heard. That's true. Uh, that I That's heard. Tell us about that. Yeah, um, I did a photo shoot here in Soho with um, this French photographer and just did a regular shoot, like whatever, we wanted to work with each other. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like paid or anything like that. Then I get a call from her like two years later and she was like, yo, um, the photo that I took of you, Swiss Beats saw it and he wants to use it for his no commission tour. And your face is going to be like all over the merch and stuff like that and the bottles. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's what happened. So your face was all over the what tour? Uh, no commission. The no commission tour. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I actually had a chance to meet with Swiss and Art Basel, and that was really cool. So. Did you smoke weed together? No. Damn it. No. Oh, we love our Basel. Unfortunately, one of, no. One of <laughs> our last trips, we were just in our Basel 2019. That's like one of the best times. Yeah, we had fun. Miami. We had fun. We definitely have you fun. know, for us, you know, New Yorkers, Miami's like the sixth borough, but our bass was a different Miami. Yeah. yeah, it was a different flow. It felt more hippie-ish, and it's like Wynwood and, you know, all the arts, and everybody's, you know, fucking graffiti all over the place and putting up murals <laughs> and shit. It was wild. It was so. fun, yeah. Now, I can see that your drip is on point. Have you always been Thank into you. fashion like this and yeah. had a passion for fashion? Because, you know, you're very well put together. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've always loved looking good and I love fashion, but I like shit that's a little different, you know? Yeah. I had a gothic period, you know, where I used to wear like a bunch of chains and like all black. I still kind of dress a little goth. Oh, that's an empire? Yeah, okay. I love that. Yeah, I already know. Okay, shit. I already know. I already know. When you said goth, I already know yeah. that's in the that's yeah. in the same lane, yeah. like the, in the, the same dress. lane. Yeah, yeah. She, she out here spanking people. It's happened once or twice. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like uh, <laughs> it's happened once or twice. I did the spanking, though. Yes. <laughs> So do you see yourself in the future um, ever taking a more of a business role in the fashion industry? Anything that up your sleeve that you've ever had mm-hmm. thought about, like, you know, pursuing? Yeah, yeah I'm actually coming out with a merch line mm. um, in May. Okay. So I'm right now with the designer, like, doing all the patterns and different designs. Nice. And it's going to be unisex. So I'm trying to tackle it that way instead of just for females. So, so what you trying to do for a player, man? T-shirts, I'm sweats? Doing, I'm doing backpacks, okay. um, visors, bucket hats. Um, yeah. So. Fly accessories. Sweatsuits. Nice. All type of shit. Fly shit. Yeah, it should be cool. Aside from Ibiza, tell us about more of your travels. Have you been anywhere else? Aside yeah. from Atlanta and Ibiza, like how? Yeah, um, I've been to China. I was China. there for a whole month. Yeah, that was interesting. How was that? Did they look at you it like was, an alien? They did. And uh, I had a racist experience. It was really, really bad. I got called all type of shit in his language. But I had a translator <laughs> I, with me and he didn't fucking that. know. Right. Yeah. So that was pretty bad. But um, I went out one night and I ran into Razby. Razby. From B2K. B2K, From yes. B2K. Because he lives in China. Oh, Lord. And he and I ended up, like, popping bottles. Right. <laughs> The only two black people in the room, they're like, no, literally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. what's up? Right. You're like, like, hey, black people. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that was part of my uh, Chinese experience. That was pretty random. And did music take you on all these travels or modeling from Ibiza mm. to China? What was the. Yeah, um, the Chinese uh, trip that was like music related. Um, but as far as Ibiza, I literally just bought a one way ticket, had never been. And right. I was like, fuck it. Okay, why not? My mom was like, yo, are you okay? Like, I was like, no, right. I'm good. She came out to visit me, like, loved it. 
Yes. I love that because, yeah. you know, I've traveled a lot in my life and mm-hmm. I've always told people, if you wait for the perfect time mm-hmm. and the perfect people, you'll never go yeah. anywhere. Yeah. So I know now that I might have a traveling buddy. Yes. Like, no, yes. No, no, no. yes. 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 Yeah. So I mean, Ramon always, yeah. Yeah. Me, we, we love it. always yeah. go. We ready to go at any yeah. given moment. Because it's like, I always tell people, it's never the perfect time. It's never, everybody's not ready at the same time. Everybody's got so much going on. You got to, you know, if this is something you want to get off your bucket list, you just have to go. And uh, people always like have these stigmas like, oh, here is there. And like everywhere is people. And if you know how to move, you're going to be good anywhere you go. Right. Absolutely. You know, so that's, that's very important because a lot of people don't have that spontaneous in them and they always are like hesitant and you know and then you know time goes by and you don't get to go to as many places so yeah that's definitely not me i just pick up and go so <laughs> correct that's dope yeah. you, gotta, yeah. you just gotta keep it moving so walk me through the creative process so i'm with Shante in the studio how does it go down what's the vibe um yeah. does weed help your creative process Definitely. what is the elements that we need if this was the studio mm-hmm. to get those creative juices flowing so weed definitely plays a big part in like my creation mm-hmm. i mean i have to at least like smoke one and then everything just kind of flows at that point low lights purple lights you know mm-hmm. i mean it's just i don't know i create my own little like haven and that's how i work does it does it does it sometimes because you know some I don't know some artists like to um like to just hear music first like they'll like to go you know because no, I've been in sessions I, I've been in sessions where they're like there's a you know engineer plays them a thousand beats and no, they just go through stuff no that's not me I that's mean I just you. go like head first you know and mm-hmm. I'm focused I need to be in there by myself and that's just it like. And I just zone out. Maybe you're smoking and maybe you feel like fuck it I'm gonna write this verse and yeah. then from there maybe you know and then. It's on. Yeah, that's how it works. It goes down. So good. That's good. So you, all right. Do so. All right. Some artists like to um, write all their shit. Do you mind partnering up with people to write music and stuff like that? No, I definitely don't mind. You know, I'm very picky because I want that person's like the way that they speak has to be similar to mine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like as far as lyrically goes. So. I'm just very picky with that. If they don't, do, if they don't smoke, do you trust them to write with you? Hell, fucking no. Because that's sketchy. <laughs> like, come on now, I'm getting high and you're not. Like, yeah. this is some weird shit. <laughs> do you ever have anything that kills your vibe and creates writer's block or anything like that when you're yeah, in there? Yeah, when I'm stressed, sometimes I have major writer's block and I have to literally sometimes take one or two days and I don't like fuck with music at mm-hmm. all and I just go do other shit. You know. But um, yeah, like go to Central Park and take like cool pictures. Exactly, I like I did. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, I have my creative block, so for sure. Let me ask you a question. Um, you know, you being uh, originally from New York, mm-hmm. and um, you know, legal has, weed has been uh, illegal for eighty years. How do you feel a couple <sighs> of weeks ago that f- finally, you know, prohibition is over in New York, and after the, you know. Basically, us being stigmatized, people from urban neighborhoods being targeted now, it's over. You know, you can have three ounces in you. You can smoke weed anywhere. You smoke tobacco. You can have five pounds in your house. How has that resonated for you? And how do you feel that's going to have an impact on New York and society? Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about it. I think it was long overdue. Um, However, I do kind of feel like the stigma that is attached to smoking weed, that it's only like a black or brown thing, you know? that's going to be a bit of a struggle to kind of overcome. It's not going to change overnight just because now it's legal and you know what I'm saying? But um, I'm excited about it. I mean, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like you said, um, you know, it's 
we, me and Ramon were talking about it yesterday. Like, we're insiders. And mm-hmm. because we have been, you know, targeted and arrested and have to smoke in the closet. And I've been arrested over 20 times for smoking and put through the system 24 hours that... It's over and it hasn't sunk in yet. So I can yeah. imagine like the mm-hmm. rest of society and the public, like it hasn't dialed in because it's like PTSD so mm-hmm. long that, you know, that yeah. it's like hasn't hit everybody yet. Like, you right. know, that it's yeah. over. Have you yeah. participated in that freedom yet? Have you ever, have you been able to smoke outside this yet? This is really my first time smoking in two weeks. Oh, Remember we had that conversation? yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, look at I, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel great right Flat. now. I like that. <laughs> I like that. You got to get high here. Oh, yeah. You got to yeah, get yeah, high. Yeah. Of course, yeah. that's why you was like, yo, chill, because, you know, I want to be able to smoke. That's why, yeah. yo, let's schedule it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, All yes. Right, I remember. All yeah. right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah man. So. This is fun. This is fun. All right, so um, we got some shit to talk about, right? We got some shit that we that we did together, right? That right, we right. that we kind of like, I guess. Uh, Heard that in the barbershop too. In the barbershop, we got some sort of collaboration. <laughs> she got a song dropping. It's why um, this whole thing happened. So can we explain? Yeah. Can you tell? Can you tell us about the song first? Yeah. So the song is called Elevated. Drops tomorrow on all platforms. So you can check it out like that. Um, it's just basically a song for the culture, you know, I'm mm-hmm. talking about smoking weed, but then I'm also talking about the shit that we've been going through this past year with like, you know, people not having enough money to, to survive and things like that, mm-hmm. but how we're still going to stay elevated, whether it's spiritually, mm-hmm. physically, financially, whatever, smoke one. It's just a song for the culture. So see, now you guys Elevation. know it's, it's not just <laughs> Vlad. You're not just too blessed to be stressed. You also got to be elevated. It all goes yeah. with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I want to ask you, because I've been talking to everybody about it, because I know how New York is, and I, you know too, because you know, you're from here. After what you said, a year of quarantine, you know, everybody is like tired of being isolated. Right. We all know how summers in New York mm-hmm. are. What is your prediction for this summer after that plus legalization is weed? Wait, what? Like, I mean, like, the, like you know how... There's a Spanish song saying that there's nothing like a summer in New York because unlike Cali yeah. and Atlanta, like, no, you know, we, we only yeah, get it's three, crazy. four months. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, now, yeah. after you've isolated everybody right, for a year and right. now you're letting them loose and cannabis is legal, oh, I see how, how do you think this summer yeah. is going to... How wild is this how, summer? How it's going to be react? insane. It's going to be insane because, like you said, we, we've just come out of all this quarantine crap and we're still in the pandemic, so... Mm-hmm. That already has people losing their shit. And then you're adding weed on top of that, which I would say more New Yorkers smoke weed than not. That's mm-hmm. just my theory. I could be wrong, but... So yeah. You're not wrong at all. Yeah, I just feel like to get through living in a city like this, you need to smoke one. You <laughs> <laughs> need to smoke shit like will seven. Drive you crazy. Man, New man, York is we, nuts. We always talk about it like... It was so important, like... It's going to be a domino effect, like the legalization of weed, because mm-hmm. it's not just like for cannabis consumers to know that it's like this is a stressful place mm-hmm. where, you know, the hustle is serious. Mm-hmm. Everybody is go, 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 yeah. go. It's like people need this relief to be able to consume without having to worry and be able to continue their day. Like right. I was watching this comedian, like he's like, well, there's nothing wrong with you. You are doing just fine. That's the name of his comedy show. And he said, 
It's just that. Do, do you do you get tired and at two o'clock and you want to take a nap? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you. That's normal. It's just that you got up at six in the morning. Mm-hmm. You went to a job. And they gave you a lunch break for 20 minutes right. and you want to take a nap and they won't let you. So you got to go in the bathroom, close your eyes. And, <laughs> and this is the reality of yeah. life yeah. here. And it's just yeah. like, so at least with cannabis, people have something else that's not a pharmaceutical drug or something yes. to get through the day because yeah. we all know yeah. Yeah. it's not for the faint of heart. No, that shit absolutely. is no joke over here. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's, let's take it back a little bit to the, to the weed and music. Right? Mm-hmm. I'll give you... Um, so if you had to um, collab... And also smoke with any artist mm-hmm. dead or alive. Mm-hmm. Who would it be? Snoop. <laughs> Snoop. First of all, he has a song coming out at 420. Ah. Which I saw, so I'm all over that shit. Okay. Um, it's Uncle Snoop. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I want to smoke one with him. And fuck yeah, I want to get on a record. Like, Absolutely. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? He's so fucking cool. Absolutely. Like, I would definitely love to like have him here, sit down, have a session with him, and just yeah. pick his brain about everything. You know what I mean? Because, yes, he's a heavy smoker, but he's also a dope entrepreneur. Yes. And he's also done, like, a lot of different shit. Like, he's always broke open doors for, like, doing different stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially so, cannabis. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like he's, Before, he's, it was a thing. Oh, yeah. Before, he was, oh, it was. was except, come on, bro. Yes, they, were, yes. they, they got a whole album called The Chronic. Let's not, let's, you know, let's be real. One of the best albums of all time. And, <laughs> and in an era when nobody wanted to publicly touch mm-hmm. cannabis yeah, in the crazy. 90s. Yeah, Dre, Snoop, all of them. Did. That was a crazy... He used to get pulled over situation. in the airports all the time. It's crazy. You know, Snoop, when he was trying to tour. What yeah, um, we, collaborations have you done that, you know, come to mind that mm-hmm. really were big to you that, you know, felt like it was a good mesh or a good yeah. vibe? Um, I just did a second collaboration with Sterling Hayes. Um, he's a rapper out of Chicago and he signed Two Chance the Rapper's label. So... Nice. Um, we just did a second collab and it's always fun working with him. This time it was remotely. The first collab was in, in Chicago in the studio, which was super dope because our energies are very similar. But the second one, I did it, you know, here and um, everything was just smooth, like working with him. Like we kind of sound similar, but in different ways. And the shit just flows. So You guys were like in sync. Yeah, we're completely in sync as artists. Nice. Yeah. So it's my second collab with him. So out of all your travels and all the places you've been, tell us about like maybe like one of the wildest situations, stories on tour with somebody, <laughs> father or whatever that comes to mind that you're like, I can't believe I'm in this room, this is happening, we're smoking or whatever the case is. Yeah, inspirational moment. Um, I'm trying to think of an inspirational moment that I've had in music. Just in general, in your travels, music, whatever it is, you know what I mean. Like, uh, other than crisscross, because <laughs> that was pretty that was heavy. Pretty yeah, so I'm trying to think what six, comes after. Yeah, at six, it's, it's like, really hard to yeah, think. But, of but, like, but at some point, you know, you still gotta, you know, you know, along the way, yeah. there's still things that happens to like re, you know, to give you that reaffirmation, like yeah. yo, boom, yo, I'm doing the right thing. I think living thing. in Ibiza was kind of like that moment for me. How long was that? Two years. Two years. Yeah. That's the part you skipped. You just right. said like it was a oh, vacation. I thought so I said it was two years. Yeah, no, she said two years. So what were you able to do? Were you able to perform there yes. were you able to create there yes like, well, yes, yeah, yes. i was doing all of that and i met some pretty crazy people you know like they're really high up in the industry and they're all living in ibiza and just mad cool so i had a really good chance to like network but yeah i was creating all the time and i was also like learning who i was a, as a person you mm-hmm. know and i needed to leave new york in order to do that you know and throw myself into another culture and another place so i could like really test myself you know, Speaking of cultures, sense. you know, me and Ramona Dominican, so two years in Ibiza, you got to know some Spanish. 
señorita. Sí. Un poquito. Ah, claro. en español. Ah, un poquito, sí. Ah, 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 de salsa, bachata, merengue, reggaetón. Um, bachata. En bachata. <laughs> I, dated a, I dated a Colombian guy uh, from Boston for like... Oh, years. we got Boston in the building from right Dorchester. now. From Dorchester. Wait, wait, wait. I, I used to spend a lot of time in Dorchester. I dated this guy when I was in college named Fernando. I'm not gonna Boston give guys are no joke. I'm not going to give his last name because he may know to do <laughs> But uh, he's a firefighter. Nah. No. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, um, I know a little something. This guy sounds like a superhero, Welly. Uh, the <laughs> Colombian firefighter from Colombian Boston? Firefighter no, from it's Boston. crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and he could sing too, which is weird. It was so oh, weird. Lord. He, and he from the hood. And he from the hood. I mean, every time I would go to Boston, because I was going to Georgia State in Atlanta, right? So I was flying up to Boston. I was staying in Dorchester. Like, it was oh, crazy. you really liked him. You was flying. I was oh, like, shit. oh, he would pay for my flights and everything. Oh, he, oh yeah, yeah, he was doing the right thing. Oh, yeah, he was doing the right thing. All right, shit. He had this little college girl, you know? So, so tell us about that experience. Cause college? We, cause, yeah, like, how, how was that? How, how, you how would get that? all type of shit out of me tonight. It's, it's the what, fucking weed, that's y'all. What we like, that's what we like to do. This because, is some bullshit. Because, um, I feel set up. What, what we try to do is, I'm saying is that we try to get yeah. different perspectives that other mediums don't get. Like it's easy to just talk about the typical the music, what you've done. It's yeah. like we try to show people the sides that people don't know about. Yeah. No, and I, I like that. I appreciate that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to know about, about college? I just yeah, just like uh, oh, how, okay. how we, like I said, the things we go through make us who we are. So how did yeah. that experience? You was waking and baking college, every day in college. Man, I was, but man, I had some crazy experiences in college because I that's when I started like doing the music videos and I was in Atlanta you nice, see so nice. I was starting to do the music um one crazy experience I had I don't even know if I should be telling this shit why not listen this is the boulevard well, baby girl no filter <laughs> tell us please it's a fucked up story it's not it doesn't have a happy ending <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I tell you, the things we go through make us who we are—the good, the bad, and the ugly. I don't yeah. know. If that's what came to mind to you. Let me just tell you, my, um, one of my first experiences living in Atlanta. This guy tried to pimp me. Oh shit! Okay, wait, and the way and the way he did it—you weren't expecting that. So right? you went to what? college in ATL. I went to Georgia State in downtown okay. Atlanta. Um, this dude got the tried to pimp me, but the way he was doing it was as if, like, you know, he would you know, hire models for videos. So that was like his angle. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So eventually I found out, you know, what he was trying to do and I got pissed about it. And I was like, dude, like, hell no. And I tried to block him. He was like threatening me. Like, you'll never work in this town again. I'll fuck your shit up. Ah, he's blah. a weirdo. He's, he's a fucking a weirdo. weirdo. He went to jail for it. And, uh, yeah, nobody, but that's like, he did it to a lot of girls. And he was going to Georgia state. He was going to the campus and picking girls. That's how he, how, See, that's important crazy. to say. That's, no, that's, that's important, important to say. Yeah. In this era that everybody's chasing clout, oh all the ladies God. out there, yeah. you no. know, photographers, everything that glitters is not gold, and everything no. that's gold yeah. doesn't glitter. So you know, he got a don't bucks. get caught up in the hype. Really that's do crazy. your due diligence. And, you know, that's why it's important yeah. for people yeah. to know this because like right now we live in an era where Word. you know if I show you I have followers I drop a few it's names people bullshit, get yeah. no I know you know that but there's yeah. young women out there that Drum. you know are chasing yeah. fame and yeah. they get caught up in the mess don't do it because it's stupid I mean there's creepy you know? ass dudes out there yeah. that's, that's basically investing yeah. into themselves to for this propaganda that yes. they're selling you know what I'm saying yes. so watch yeah. out yeah. these niggas Fact. is whack yeah so after college you stood in ATL 
No, I came back to New York. Okay. Yeah. New York, baby. Now we're here again. Yeah. Elevated. Elevated. Definitely elevated right now. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> so tell us about the video, because I heard you shot a video for Miss I for, did. For Elevated. Yeah. Um, International P. International Shout P. Out. International P. International Goods. It's a movie. It's a it's movie. It's a movie? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yes. It is. Yeah. We got some happy monkey merch in there, you know? Oh. Like, it's, it's cool. It was a cool vibe, yeah. Yeah. Said it drops on 420. It drops on 420. That's what we was about to get to because 420 yeah. is about to get crazy. 420 yeah. is coming up very soon, everybody. And absolutely, I hope you're definitely celebrating whether it is with us or it's at home. And I think uh, I think 420 is going to be a movie. Um, how are you going to wake and bake for uh, 420, miss? From my bed. <laughs> like I always do. <laughs> I believe that that's going to be like, remember how I was just mentioning earlier that it really hasn't sunk in to people yeah. that I think that's going to yeah, be the initial 420 is going to be yeah. like when people realize, oh, it's really okay. Yes. Because yeah. It hasn't really hit yet because after 80 years of they telling you you can't do something, the next day they tell you you can do it wherever you want. It takes a minute to compute. Mm -hmm. So I think that 420 is going to be like the yeah. initiation of the volcano Absolutely. exploding Absolutely. of New York. And the weather's yes. been funny lately, yes. right? So the weather hasn't been like on point. As soon as that sun come out, it's on next week. It's just going When they crazy. crack 70 degrees, yes, it's on. Ay, mamacita. Yeah, it's be Washington Square Park is going to be nuts. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to yeah. check that out. It's going to be live. I think the whole city's going to be buzzing. Yeah. It's going to be smoky. And I think weed being legal is definitely going to help the whole vibe and the, uh, the intensity of the summer you know what yeah. i'm saying Cause yeah because summers get intense over here ladies and gentlemen if you're not from new york <laughs> so i want to ask you because we visit we we recently took a big loss in the culture and in hip-hop with dmx you know oh, you being from our man. era you know that really hit me hard because that was my era and we're more yeah. or less in that bracket so i want to know how you feel about that what kind of artist is his impact and you know yeah his passing. um oh my god um i had an opportunity to meet him so for me, this hit a little bit harder. Um, I was at an event at Whip. Remember when Whip was yeah, around the greenhouse. corner from Greenhouse? I was at an event. I was there every Tuesday. I was there for an industry event. Like everybody was there. Uh, Scott Storch, DMX, uh, Les Twins, like a couple other people. And I'm in the hallway, just walking. I was with my manager at the time, and um, DMX just walks up to me out of nowhere. He's like, "Are you an artist?" I was like, yeah. You like, just like that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I want to talk to you for a minute. And he literally pulled me aside and just put game on me. Like, look, stay true to yourself. Doesn't know me. Never met me. Stay true to yourself. Never let anybody tell you who you are in this business. Always, always, always remember, don't let them put you in a box. That's what he said to me. That sounds so much like him, man. And me Out Ramon, of nowhere. Me and Ramon were talking about how, you know, you know, because you were around, like, that era when he came out, it was like Puffy, the shiny suits, Jay-Z talking about the money stuff. And he came and came with his, just like what he told you to do with that his grit. style. Yeah, that with that grit. grit. Mm -hmm. When nobody thought that, you said that was going to be a trend or that was a thing. Yeah. And changed the scene and exploded in a year or two. Two albums in one year. Word. Superstar Hollywood. And it was just like, you know that he was so original. Yeah. You know how people copy flows? Nobody could even try to copy no. his flow. Yeah, no, you can't. Crazy. You can't. He was way too unique for that. Like, yeah, man. nobody can mimic that, you know? Yeah, so, man. it was, it's sad, you know, to hear yeah. the new Shout out to his family and his kids yeah. and everybody else and his loved ones that, you know, 
that you know it's crazy but I have to say here publicly ladies and gentlemen when artists are alive and they're doing good support them then yeah, don't, don't wait till yeah. something bad happens Shit. to them or you know and, and you know they pass away and people are trying to post before he even passed away have some Morals yeah. and dignity, and if you yeah. really believe in people, believe in them, give them their flowers while they're here, not when yeah, something no. bad happens. Yeah, that just sucks. I, 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 you know, I'm not a fan of that. You know what no. I mean? Like, you know, like it's just gotten so ridiculous. Even off of deaf people try to get clout. Like, yeah, we gotta have crazy. some borders and some lines Sonic. with things. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. This is crazy. Mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is a very good one. I think I had, we had a lot of fun on this one. I'm yes. really interested because yeah. her having her unique, expected, you know, you being so, you know, cultured and well-traveled and being from New York. Yeah. I'm really interested in hearing your answer to the million-dollar question. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she's shit. been supporting us for a while, exactly. let me tell you. So, so um, the million-dollar question that we ask every guest that has been here is, if you had to describe Happy Monkey, the mm -hmm. movement, events, everything you know about us mm -hmm. in one word... What would it be and why? Innovative. Oh, innovative. innovative. Why innovative? Because the brand of Happy Monkey itself is genius <laughs> on multiple levels. Um, yes, yes. But also the intent not just to, you know, sell cannabis. I think you guys are doing something that's way bigger than that. And it is for the culture and it's for the people and it's to better the community. That's what I feel. So... Thank, Thank you for you. those kind words. Yes, it means yes. a lot coming yes, from a fellow New Yorker like yeah. you. Like I said, that's well-traveled and has a good perspective on things because that's exactly, you know, what the goal is, is for us to, you know, you know, uh, change the, the way that people perceive things and rally the community yeah. and, you know, bring, you know, we feel like cannabis is, has been like a social experiment for us because people are so divided in this country and cannabis is one of the few things that everybody agrees on whether yeah. you're white, yellow, blue, black, sexuality, religion, it doesn't matter. It's one of the few things left that there's unification on and unanimous like agreements, right. which is rare nowadays because, you know, yeah. everybody's in a thousand different boxes. So to have one box that we can use to gather people and show people that at the end of the day, we're all human beings and we all need a joint because we're all stressed out, right. it's a big thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So before we go, please let everybody know what's what's the what's in what's in the future for miss shantae yeah. like what's going on what we dropping when you know let everybody know where yeah. they can find you all the good shit yeah so elevated drops tomorrow on all major platforms you can find me by shantae patrice on ig youtube twitter tiktok yeah. All the good shit. All everybody. the good shit. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and the yes. video drops on 420. On yeah. YouTube, so. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's the beginning of a great era. Yes. End of prohibition. 420 yes. coming. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, stay optimistic. And remember, you're too, too blessed, blessed to be stressed. stressed. <laughs> Things will get greater later. For now, checking out Vlash, Ante, Ramon. So the next episode, peace, peace. love, and happiness. What's good, everybody? This is your nigga, Ralph, trying to keep you fresh with the info from Happy Monkey. Every single podcast, you already know what it is. If you haven't followed us yet, follow us on Instagram at happymonkey underscore or happymonkeygoodies. Now, remember, that's monkey with a U. Also, if you haven't checked us out, we're on YouTube. So check out our channel, Happy Monkey TV. Keep us current, live, and everything with the culture.